0: Should I look at the camera? Oh, we're live. Hi! Hi, everybody! Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining the Pink Cloud Nine Vodcast. This is a family show because if you come on the Vodcast, you are part of the fam. We have the amazing, the beautiful, the talented, the genius, in my opinion, of her, especially of her specialization. The one, the only. Melissa Boer-Jacobson. Hey.
1: hey! Hi, everybody! Hi! Um,
0: thank you for being here for the second time. And you're just like such a big supporter and helpful and giver and generous soul. And thank you so much. So, we're going to talk about hypnotherapy. You're a life coach. You're a hypnotherapist. And today we're going to talk about the differences between stress anxiety and worry and how hypnotherapy can help all three facets so
1: correct tell us the secrets thank you so much Catherine yes my name is Melissa Bora Jacobson I am a life coach and a hypnotherapist I specialize in teens tweens parents and families but I see all kinds of clients and Lately, I've been seeing a lot of people uh, around college age, young adults, Mm. and have been freeing them very successfully, thank goodness, of Mm. all kinds of anxiety, Mm -hmm. social anxiety in particular has been a big theme the last few weeks, and um, some interesting clients that I've been working with, one who has just really reached the end of his rope. Um, his actually his mother reached out to me he just was like crippled by this social anxiety mm-hmm. now he's doing amazing fantastic uh, another client who's again a college student his anxiety was um, manifesting as he was uh, before even getting in the car or going to see friends he would feel the need to throw up mm. and so this was how his anxiety was manifesting he's doing already at zero anxiety we'll see hopefully he that's, that's pretty spectacular results, but hypnotherapy um, is just, it's, it's well documented that one of the most effective methods of relieving stress and anxiety and creating more calm and relaxation is through the use of something called hypnotherapy. And what I love about hypnotherapy is that it is, not only is it fast, you get relief not only you get relief quickly, but you get permanent relief. Really. Mm,
0: even better. So,
1: yeah. So it's not, it's different than traditional, very different than traditional therapy in that when you come to work with me and you have an unwanted issue, let's say it's stress, anxiety, worry, and hypnotherapy can absolutely help with all of those, eliminate all of those. I mean, stress, we don't want to eliminate it completely. We'll get into that in a moment. We need,
0: but, it, we need a little dose of it to keep us going. Correct.
1: It's a natural thing. It's normal. Fear, stress, worry, built-in defaults. I talk a lot about, in my practice, about the defaults. Kind of, you know, I use a lot of computer analogies when I talk about the mind and the brain. But, um, what was I talking about? I got, I got oh. myself just I was about hypnotherapy, different between traditional therapy. So, yeah. in hypnotherapy... We get to the root cause of an unwanted issue and we eliminate that root cause or belief and we replace it with a new, what I call default belief. So just the way I think all the time is that I'm okay, that I know what I'm doing, I trust myself. If I have a default belief that what if this happens and what if that happens and I'm constantly worrying about the future, then that is not a workable way to live because that's going to put me in constant anxiety and or to varying degrees stress or worry. And there is a difference between those three things. But if you are an excessive worrier, and I work with a lot of parents, by the way, who excessively worry, Mm -hmm. and that is a big problem because if you are constantly and excessively worrying and you have children, you are installing that habit in your child. You are modeling that excessive worry for your child. And you are putting them at risk to become somebody who is anxious. And I see a lot of parents who are they're worried about their kids because their kids are anxious. <laughs> and so they're bringing their kids to me, which is wonderful. But it's really important that if your child is anxious, you need to come to me. Mm-hmm. Because one of the major causes of anxiety in children is parental stress, worry, and anxiety. Because children absorb that. They're intuitive by design. But developmentally, they're at the most intuitive stage of their life. They sense mm-hmm. everything. You don't have to tell them that you're worried or stressed. You can hide it all you want. They know it. Espec- and
0: is it. Especially if you're like, you know... If you're like, um, like explosive, or if you're, um, if you don't or neglectful (laughs) or something, not in an extreme, but in a like, you don't interact with your children, that could be a sign of hey, something's wrong with mom or dad. So that makes sense. That that's that's a whole separate
1: other parenting issue. A lot of parents don't understand. And I have this confident parenting webinar, which, by the way, people on my website. It's full of tips and tricks to be a more confident parent. Very, lots of valuable information. It's a recorded webinar. I had it last week, and anyone who goes on my website, you can grab that replay. No problem. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's a whole other issue that yeah. children need food, <laughs> shelter, clothes. Obviously, those are the obvious things. Mm-hmm. But one thing that parents don't really understand about children's needs is that they need. Unconditional love. Mm -hmm. They need approval, not Mm -hmm. disapproval, to be a confident person. A child needs to develop self-beliefs in childhood that are positive, and they need from their parents not disapproval. They need approval, Approval. the right kind of approval. We'll talk about that on another show, Catherine. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) The right kind of approval. But attention, the right kind of attention. Giving your child a bunch of stuff and toys is not giving them any attention. Yeah. You know, everyone knows children will find a box the most exciting part of their Christmas gift,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or the toy that's inside. They need your undivided attention. If it's if it's for a half an hour, you turn your phone off, you turn the computer off. You just are with them. They ne- they don't want it. They need it. They need it as much as they need food, shelter, and clothing. Okay and they need unconditional love. Attention, approval, unconditional love. That's what children need. And if you're a stressed out parent, or you're a worried parent, or you're anxious, Mm -hmm. and you're not giving your children those things, then you're going to have an anxious, worried, or stressed out child, and that can happen as young as eight months old. I've had clients that remember being babies, Under hypnosis, they remember being babies, and they remember being rejected by their parent who couldn't nurse them or something like that. Sure. So these experiences that we have in childhood impact our belief systems about ourselves into adulthood. Going back to the original topic, the difference between stress, worry, and anxiety. Mm. So stress is a natural uh, occurrence and stress is our body's natural response to events that could be life-threatening and stress in, a, in small amounts is, is okay, it's normal, um, but when we have, it, and actually it's not the stress that's the problem, even stress in huge amounts is not the issue, it's how we deal with the stress and if we internalize the stress is when it becomes a problem. So when we internalize stress and we don't express or release it in some way, mm-hmm. uh, we hold it in, we hide it, that's when um, unexpressed emotion, when when uh, we have unexpressed emotion, the body weeps, the organs weep. So that's why um, when we have stress, we have symptoms of uh, too much stress, we might not sleep well. Um, we might be distracted. and we might start to have physical side effects of too much stress, but it's mainly a function of not the stress that is the problem. It's how we are handling it. If we're internalizing it, if we don't have an outlet, if we don't do any self care, if we have negative stressful thoughts all the time, that's going to impact us physically, mentally, emotionally. If we are not getting enough sleep, uh, because we're stressed Then we have to address that issue and by the way on my website. There is a free sleep hypnosis recording that is unbelievably effective It's very important that we get enough sleep because of not just enough sleep. We need to get deep uninterrupted sleep so that we have the uh, right amount of REM rapid eye movement cycles of sleep because rapid eye movement sleep is when our subconscious is active And that is when we are detoxing our body and our emotions. So when we're stressed and we're not sleeping, we're not detoxing, detoxifying, I should say. We're not detoxifying. And that's going to lead to illness. And lack of sleep is the culprit in some of the most horrible illnesses known to man. Diabetes, cancer, heart disease, you name it. Sleep is involved in that, lack of sleep, okay? Uh, Likewise, any emotional or mental health issues, sleep is a culprit because when we sleep, we uh, are in our, and we have enough REM cycles, the subconscious mind is active. That's when you're dreaming, that dream state. Dreaming is how your subconscious processes the emotions or the memories from your day. And if you do not get that deep, uninterrupted, ample number of REM cycles of sleep, you're not detoxifying and you're not processing your emotions from the previous day. So you can see how not getting enough sleep can lead to absolutely terrible, terrible consequences. So if you're having trouble sleeping, even if you're stressed, one great way that you can handle that is through hypnosis, hypnotherapy. And you can do it for free. Just go on my website, www.melissaborerjacobson.com. Right away, you'll get a pop-up, and it'll give you a free sleep hypnosis recording. Someone that I think we both uh, know, actually, I think it was on your um, Facebook page, Tim. I said, go on there. He, he messaged me back. I said, it worked like a charm. He fell asleep in his chair.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: So, but it works. It works like crazy. So that's stress. Now, worry. Worry is thoughts. Worrying is when we have thoughts that are kind of circular and we keep uh, thinking and um, we're thinking about a what if, what we call what if thinking versus what if, and it causes stress. So it's a thought that causes physical, emotional, and mental stress, and parents, again, are designed to be worriers that you know as a parent myself I worry about my children but I can manage those thoughts because I understand that I need to stay focused on what is right now what's happening right now in this moment if I'm thinking about what if this happens in the future the truth is I can't control the future and neither can you if we're worrying about that which we can't control it's not going to affect the outcome of the future. Right. Worrying isn't going to affect anything. The only thing that that worrying is going to do, and worrying is a habit of thinking. Mm-hmm. The only thing that that's going to do is that's going to affect my present in a very negative way. Okay. Likewise, if I'm worried about something that happened in the past, happening again, that doesn't change the past, does it? No. And assuming that the past affects my now or my future is false. Your past does not determine your now or your future necessarily. Mm -hmm. It might have an impact on it, but it's really your response to the past that affects what's happening now or in the future. So an antidote to worrying is learning to do what is thinking as opposed to what if. What if this happens because of that happened in the past? What if this happens in the future? I have a client right now, she's a senior in college, another client, she was having chest pain, you know, um, panic attack, literally panic attacks, because she was worrying about her relationship, what happens when I graduate, what will happen to my relationship, what if I don't get a job, what if I don't get it? and she had just gone through sort of a traumatic experience with coronavirus and traveling and all these things, yeah. and so she was worried about, what if that happens again? So she was so consumed with what if thinking that she was having panic attacks and and heart and couldn't breathe, and so did it did it change her future to have these panic attacks? No. So she's doing much better, much better today. That's good. So another way that you can identify, uh, you know, something that you're worrying about is look at is it pervasive? Is it permanent? Is it, um, uh, there's another P, I can't remember the third P, but is it pervasive and permanent? Let's take those two Ps. Mm-hmm. If it's all pervasive and it's permanent, then maybe you should worry. <laughs> but if it's temporary, look and see. Um, do I have control over it? Is there something that I can do? Probably. There's something you can do. Perception.
0: So, is the other P perception, how you perceive it?
1: It uh, might be perception, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying definitely to think is it permanent and pervasive? Permanent,
0: pervasive. Look and see.
1: Is it permanent? Is it pervasive?
0: hmm
1: Is it personal? I think is the other one. Personal. Yeah. Is it personal?
0: Makes sense. You know?
1: is, it, is it me? Am I stuck with it? Is it pervasive? Is it or is it just happening right now and in a week it'll be not a thing anymore?
0: Right.
1: If it's not pervasive, say in the now, trust yourself that you know how to handle it. You're strong and you'll, you'll can trust yourself to know what to do and say in any circumstance. These are the beliefs that I instill in people. One of the many positive beliefs that I very often am instilling in people through hypnotherapy. This can't be done on a conscious level, by the way, it Mm. has to be done subconsciously. Uh, we only 5% of our, uh, thought capacity as a human is on a conscious level and our personality and our thoughts and our goals and you know our analyzing skills and very that part is conscious level Our, our waking consciousness awareness that's conscious everything else is subconscious all of your beliefs all of your operating systems all of your spirituality, your intuition, everything that you've ever experienced, your thoughts, your memories, all the important stuff is on a subconscious level. So you cannot shift your beliefs and your thought habits on a conscious level. I mean, you can, but it'll take you years and years. And I liken it to if you're trying to eliminate habit or a belief that's not working for you and trying to do it on a conscious level, it can be done. But I liken it to um, carving a turkey, sorry to the vegetarians, as the vegans, but I liken it to carving a turkey with a spatula. It's up there eventually, but it's going to take a long time, but when we work from a subconscious side, as a hypnotherapist, I'm trained to go in there, find out what that belief is eliminate it and replace it with something. And it gets, the results are spectacular. It's just, it's amazing. All right. Anxiety. What is anxiety? A lot of people confuse these things and that's dangerous because if you have somebody that's worrying and you're giving them a pill for anxiety, then they're going to have a lot of side effects and, you know, some very serious side effects and maybe just a shift in their subconscious belief system without side effects could cure it. So anxiety is when you are crippled. um, You are paralyzed. um, You might have um, palpitations, panic attacks. You can't leave the house, for example. Um, It is affecting your life in one or more ways, pervasively. And you you cannot, you're literally imprisoned by it. And you cannot function. Mm -hmm. That is... Anxiety and anxiety can be, uh, um, it can be a a chemical imbalance, it can be hormonal, chemical certainly can be, but very often it comes from a subconscious belief acquired long ago that you're not even aware of. Mm -hmm. And the problem is when we have a belief that we acquire early on in our life. The human mind, and this is what, last time I was on the podcast, I said it wrong. (laughs) I was like, I listened back, I'm like, you said that
0: completely wrong. I say wrong things all the time. So go ahead.
1: (laughs) So anyway, the human mind has 80 to 90,000 thoughts. Not 80. I think I said 80. It's 80 (laughs) to 90,000 thoughts per day. 90% of which are repeating thoughts. So... When we have an experience in childhood, we interpret that experience and we create a belief about ourselves or about the world. And then that belief is embedded as what I call an operating system in the subconscious and you kind of operate, you react and operate and respond to your world and your new experiences from that belief. It influences everything you do. And not only does it never get updated, so let's say I had a belief that I wasn't enough when I was ten when my, you know, best friend Kitty Huffman found a new friend. You know, then I installed this belief that I wasn't as good as somebody else. I don't it's not a thing anymore. But let's just use that as an example. Yeah? Yeah. Quote. Cool. So <laughs> Let's say I installed that belief, and now I'm 50, how old am I, 58 years old, and I, I, I'm not, but I could be operating out of that belief, right. unbeknownst to me, still be operating out of the belief whenever I interact with people that they're going to reject me, or they're going to find somebody better than me, or I'm not enough, and I don't know that I still have that belief, because it's subconscious, yeah. and the subconscious mind, unlike this guy, does not automatically update the beliefs. Mm. We have to go in there that's how we rewire with, with hypnotherapy we can we can access the subconscious and rewire those beliefs but we don't naturally do that so we have this belief that we acquire whenever in our life and because the human mind repeats thoughts 80 to ninety thousand times a day ninety percent of which are repeating thoughts a high percent of percentage of which are negative thoughts We keep reinforcing that belief over our lifetime. And what typically happens when people get to me very often, that belief has reached such a fever pitch that it is paralyzing them with anxiety or stress or any other issue. It could be
0: doubt, fear.
1: Yeah. success blocks, procrastination, um, Unwanted habits. These are all things that I help people with. I help them eliminate these things But regardless by the time they get to me very often with somebody with an anxiety They're coming to me. They've tried everything else and yeah. nothing has worked right. and then they get to me and We have a miracle you know within a month My programs one month to three months within a month they're It's they're free. They're free of it It's not part of their life anymore And that's because we are doing it on a subconscious level.
0: You're working through the root.
1: We're eliminating the root cause. But what happens is because we've got these beliefs on repeat, they get so strong that then they start to really cripple someone and really start to stop them from living their life and imprison them. And then they have no freedom. And then they have no life. And they can try taking, they go, you know, they can try a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But a lot of things might help. But they're not eliminating the issue. They're just treating the symptoms. Like a Band-Aid. Band-Aid. And so it works for a while. And it takes a long time. And the problem with addressing things that way is not only do you not get to the root cause but you also exacerbate and keep reinforcing the beliefs that got you there in the first place because the repetition is still ongoing
0: okay so to to recap
1: 90%
0: of my thoughts are subconscious and
1: 90% of your thoughts are on repeat.
0: On repeat. And they're rattling around in my head, and they're telling me things that happened years ago, and if I want to get to the bottom root cause of whatever ails me mentally, mm-hmm. thought wise, I need to... To get into hypnotherapy with you, especially because you're my num—you're on my number one list—so <laughs> <laughs> that you can help me unlock all of that negative and toxicity that has been permeating in my brain for now forty-two years,
1: right? So, and so know, I can we can
0: reprogram.
1: We, yeah. So you've had like a prison sentence, you know, mm-hmm. for whenever you acquired the root cause of whatever issue that you have, (laughs) you've been slowly becoming more and more imprisoned by that. And, you know, somebody said, you know, the the prison sentence you've given yourself is like four times longer than a, the worst criminal in the world. gets. You know, and it's so amazing to be freed and it's, it's insane. Well, it's not insane. It's just our subconscious mind. And when I say mind, I always like to explain this to people because I think it's very easy to get into jargon and think you know what something means. The mind is your thoughts. Okay, right? let's 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 clear that up. Brain is the organ that does the thinking. Brain is the hardware, right? The thoughts are uh, the apps. Applications, the beliefs are the operating systems, okay? From our beliefs come our thoughts. So you see how the root happens? The belief is the the root. The thoughts are the apps that keep reinforcing the belief until that belief is all-encompassing and it's running every aspect of our life. And -hmm. we don't want it to, then we can get in there and we can eliminate that faulty belief And by the way, Mm -hmm. let me just explain the typical beliefs that we have that make us have an unwanted issue, okay? I'm not enough. I'm different. I am not lovable or something is not available to me. And I find with my clients that it's always more than one of those. I'd say the most common one is I'm not enough. And we've heard this phrase, I'm not enough. I'm enough, I'm enough, I'm enough. We have bracelets and necklaces and earrings. (laughs) It's not enough to just say it. You have to find the root cause of the belief that you're not enough and replace that on a subconscious level. Having a set of earrings and a bracelet and a necklace, it's pretty, but it's not going to do the job. Because if that's a a belief that you have, you have to get in there and rewired. And it's never too late. Never too late to rewire your thoughts.
0: Cool. So remember, everybody, the link is in the description, so you can click on it now. We do have a couple of questions. Just two. two. Well, we have a a few comments, but we have two questions out of those comments. So the first one is... Do you host virtual parenting classes?
1: That is a great question. Actually, I do, and I fa- in fact, I have a workshop. And if you go on my website, um, you'll you can get a free webinar. First of all, get it for free, and then you can also um, participate. I have a virtual parenting, confident parenting workshop coming up and towards the end of March, and that is designed to um empower you to be confident in yourself and model confidence for your children because at the end of the day a confident parent is going to create confident children and we do that on a subconscious level it's a really fantastic workshop so the answer yes yes i do invite you to grab the free um it's actually not on my website yet it'll go on there today but get on, um, there'll be a link right on my website and you can catch the replay of the webinar that I just did so you can find out more about that for sure. Was there another question? One more. Okay. What
0: parenting books do you recommend? Because people want to go and buy it now. They want to get their parenting on now.
1: (laughs) This is a really fantastic question and there are many parenting books. I think a very, you know, my, my kids are are 20 and 24 okay so the parenting books that I read um, there's a whole other generation my answer to that is um, read whatever book you read uh, make sure that it resonates with your values but when you use hypnotherapy in combination with a parenting technique we can make it so that you don't have to keep rereading those parenting books. You read it and you retain it so that you don't have to go back and reread it every time you have an issue with your child. <laughs> you retain, easily and effortlessly retain the techniques. Conscious parenting for is an example. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic uh, movement, conscious parenting. But it's on a conscious level, and so you're creating a conscious level habit if you use hypnotherapy, we can install those conscious parenting habits and beliefs on a subconscious level so they happen automatically. And you don't have to grab the book every time you have a problem or you feel like you're not doing it right or you're you know, you're messing up and you have parental guilt. I'm a bad parent. I, I screwed up my parenting technique. and I'm bad. That does mm-hmm. nothing for your child. Right? That's counterproductive. Yes. Your guilt and self-loathing and self-criticism as a parent Hurts your child's self-esteem and confidence because you're modeling low self-trust and self-esteem for your parents. Whatever parenting book resonates with you is great.
0: Perfect. Perfect. But
1: make sure that you install the ability to retain that information so so you can feel good about the techniques that you're using. And if you make a mistake, no guilt. Your kids are going to turn out great. If you love them unconditionally, you give them undivided attention and you love them unconditionally and you let them know that you're human and that you make mistakes and it's because if you try to be the perfect parent the message that you're sending your child is that anything less than perfect is not okay and I cannot tell you how many kids I've worked with that are crippled by parental expectations and the belief that their parents need them to be perfect or they're not going to love or approve them. I know, right?
0: That's really hurtful to to do that, you know. Um, And people do it without knowing that they do it sometimes. So we just want to say such valuable information. Thank you so much. Wonderful information. Thank you. So true. And hi. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here, Melissa Boer-Jacobson, Confident Life Coach and Hypnotherapist. I am so excited that uh, you were able to speak about the differences between stress, anxiety, and worry, and the Confident Parenting Workshop coming up. Please make sure you get your information in the link that is in the description. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, you're the best. You're the best. We're all the best. <laughs> We're, We're the all best. best. We we all yeah. rock. So remember, subconscious is very important. I say the subconscious comes before the mindset. That's like, that's
1: right. you're you know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Like, that's a it's whole nother right. topic. But yes, yeah. you know, you know, you know, we, we don't we forget the spatula that.
1: and the turkey.
0: Yeah, been, yeah, you're like,
1: mm. so don't for turkey with the spatula. It'll right. be a long, hard job. Yeah, you exactly. gotta go in there first and, and with a trained professional. Yeah, person. absolutely.
0: If therapy hasn't worked for you, if medications haven't worked for you, try hypnotherapy with Melissa Bower Jacobson. Thank Mental you health. so much. Remember what we say at Pink Cloud Nine podcast no bullying. No cyberbullying. No being mean to other people. No being mean to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Accept yourself. Flaws and all. Nobody is perfect. Nobody. So true. Not even. But so. We're all and we're all enough. So please take time to donate to children's charities and elderly charities and domestic violence charities of the Lighthouse Project. Thank you so much.
1: The Lighthouse Project is amazing. Big supporter of that.
0: Thank you so much, Catherine. You're the best. Thank you. Love you
1: all. So
0: fun. Always.